Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, also known as the Junkyard Dog, also known as T.O. Schwiggins. Can't change the hat. Um, so yeah, um, can't change the hat. <laughs> All right. I'm to get my notes out. All right. So, the series, we didn't really win it this weekend, but we also didn't lose it either. We just ended up with a split, a four games series split. So, two games to four. So, split the series two games to four with the Minnesota Twins on this. Uh, one Boston, Jackie Robinson, Easter weekend, and Patriots Day weekend. So, yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, Friday's opening day home opener against the Minnesota Twins. Unfortunately, folks, just not – Nick Pavetta just didn't have his stuff. And the Red Sox end up losing this game of this uh, first game of this four-game series to the Minnesota Twins on Friday on Jackie Robinson Day, where everybody in the Major League Baseball, no matter race, creed, wears number 42 on the back of their jerseys. So the game final score was 8-4. to four. Red Sox ended up finishing, or Red Sox at this point are 3-4 and four at this point. They did make a little bit of a comeback, but it just in the ninth inning, but we'll get into it. All right, box scores. Come on, all right. So the Red Sox, so Kike Hernandez, he led off and played center field. He went one for four. He uh, scored a run, got an RBI, didn't walk, So and he also struck out one time. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing third base was Rafael Devers. He went two for four. He scored a run, had two RBIs, didn't have a walk, and he didn't strike out any times. All right, any times. All right, any at all, yeah, at all. That's what I'm going to say. Batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went 0 for 4, uh, didn't score a run, no RBIs, he didn't walk any times, and he struck out three times with those four bats. All right, batting fourth and playing DH was J.D. Martinez. He went 1 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out three times. All right, batting fifth and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. He went 1 for 4. One run, one RBI, no walks, and he struck out zero times. And then batting fit, or batting six and playing second base for the first time, making his Red Sox debut at home in front of the Fenway faithful, Trevor Story. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out three times. All right, batting seven, the playing first base with Bobby Dahlback. He went 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting uh, or, uh, batting eighth and playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. Welcome back. He went, well, welcome back to Fenway. He went two for free, one RB, or one run, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. So pretty good. Pretty decent day for old JBJ. All right. Batting ninth and playing catcher was Christian Vasquez. He went 0 for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right. So not really a lot of offense. A couple of doubles from JBJ and uh, Kike Hernandez. Alex Verdugo, he did homer in the second inning off of uh, Joe Ryan, his second of the year with zero on and one out. And then Rafael Devers. And this is was kind of like the um, kind of like kind of basically 
close the gap a little bit between the Twins until they, like, scored two runs in the ninth inning. Uh, so, Rafael Devers, he homered in the second – or uh, his second of the year in the eighth inning off of Johan Duran uh, with one on and one out. So, pretty good, pretty good. All right. Here we go. Pitching-wise, Nick Pavetta, he just pitched two innings in this game, and he also got the loss, so he's now 0-2 for the season. Gave up five hits. He surrendered four runs, and all four of those runs were earned. He walked two people, struck out two, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 9.39 ERA. All right. Then coming in and relieving him for two innings was uh, Phillips Valdez. No hits, no runs, and no de- and definitely no earned runs. He only walked one person. He struck out four. He gave up four or gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. So pretty good. All right. Uh, here, Kazu Salamora. He came in and pitched two innings. He gave up two hits. He surrendered two runs and all two of those runs were earned. He walked two people, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.91 ERA. Yeah. Ryan Britt. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ryan Brazier, he came in and pitched an inning. Here's his line. No hits, no runs, and definitely no earned runs. He didn't walk anybody, struck out three, gave up no home runs whatsoever, and left the game with a 3.38 ERA. All right. Austin Davis, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, and definitely no earned runs. He only walked one person, though. Struck out three, gave up no home runs, and left the game with a nine. ERA. All right. Um, Matt Barnes, he came in and pitched an inning. He did give up a hit, and he surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. He walked two people, didn't strike out anybody, but did not give up a home run, and left the game with a 6.00 ERA. The Twins box score, here we go. So Byron Buxton, he came in, or Byron Buxton led off and played center field. Uh, got a hit. That was like the leadoff, uh, leadoff double. But unfortunately, he had to lead the game, uh, with uh, another like uh, with a kind of like sort or like a, yeah, he basically had left the game with an injury. So he only got one at bat, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. And then pitch running for him and playing center field was former Red Sox, uh, Tom Gordon's son, and also D. Strange Gordon's brother. Nick Gordon, he went one for free, two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Then pinch hitting for him and playing right field was Ryan Garlic. Uh, he uh, went 0 for 1, and that one at bat was a strikeout. So batting second, <clears throat> batting second and playing third was Lu- or Luis Arise. He went two or two for four, zero runs, two RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. So he had a pretty good day. Then up. Uh, uh, substituting for him and playing third base was uh, Gio Urshela, the former Yankee, but he did not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. Uh, batting uh, third and playing shortstop, you know this guy's name, Carlos Correa. He went over over free. He did score two runs, though. No RBIs. He did walk twice, and he struck out once. All right. Batting fourth and playing second base was uh, Jorge Polanco. He went one for free. Two runs, zero RBIs, two walks, and he struck out twice. All right, and then uh, batting fifth and playing uh, right and center field was Max Kepler, uh, the German-born player. He went one for four, zero runs, one RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. 
batting six and playing DH, the former Yankee catcher, uh, Gary Sanchez. He went one for four. Zero runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. Batting or batting seven, the playing left field was a uh, Tyler Larnick. Larnick, yeah, or Larnet, Larnet, Larnet. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just butchering that name. Yeah, hold on. Oh, Trevor Larnet. Uh, yeah, so I was butchering. All right, so he went out for four, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out or one walk, and he struck out once. All right, then batting eighth and playing first base was Miguel Sano. He went one for four, one run, two RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. And then batting ninth and playing catcher was Ryan Jeffers. He went 0 for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out twice. All right, so doubles from Buxton, Arias, Polanco, and then a home run by uh, Miguel Sano in the second inning off Nick Pavetta, his first of the year. With one on and nobody, or one on and one out. All right. Pitching wise, all right. So uh, Joe Ryan got the start and he pitched six innings and also got the win. So he's now one for one and one this year. Uh, he gave up five hits, surrendered a run, and that one run was earned. He uh, walked nobody, struck out seven, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 2.70 ERA. All right. Uh, Johan Duran, he came in and pitched two innings for him and then gave up three hits. He surrendered three runs, and all three of those runs were earned. He walked nobody, struck out four, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 5.40 ERA. Right. Emilio Pagan, he came in and pitched an inning and closed out the game, but he did not get a save. Uh, gave up no hit or gave up no hits, no runs, no earned runs, walked nobody, struck out two or Struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.0 ERA. All right, so the only takeaways from this game, <clears throat> just wanted to say, um, so I kind of wanted to go over the festivities too. So I love how they did the tribute to a, um, all the Red Sox that passed away, especially Jerry Remy. Although I did hear tomorrow is going to be uh, an actual ceremony for Jerry Remy, kind of like an actual ceremony for old Rem Dog for tomorrow's game. Or, well, technically today at this point. <laughs> All right. So, I love how they did the festival. Like, the they do a good job of doing that. At least if they do the, do something like that, they really do a good job of, like, ceremonies. Um, JBJ got a really good ovation, too. Like, that was, like, the basically the loudest ovation that any of the Red Sox players. Like, I heard Trevor Stores was, like, the third most. J, or, uh, yeah, JBJ was, like, the most. Like a whole welcome back. That was pretty neat. Um, so, yeah. So, I love how they uh, – so, so today – on this day, the 15th was basically like the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson's major league debut. So, if some of you are not that knowing of J or Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson was basically the first African-American player of any sport – of baseball, football, basketball, and hockey to break the color barrier. And he did it in baseball with the Brooklyn Dodgers, now today's LA Dodgers. Um, so, yeah, so ever, so since then, or basically after he retired, they retired his number, but then around like the early like 2000s or so, or like 19 or 1990s, they decided, you know what, on the anniversary of his uh, major league debut, why not everybody wear number 42 on the back of their jerseys? 
Yeah. I love it how they did this year too. Like now, instead of just doing like with the team's colors and stuff, they actually did uh, the actual jersey, but with the blue Dodger blue uh, number 42. And that's pretty neat. He almost became a Red Sox at one point. But sadly, with uh, basically our ownership, especially Tom Yankee being the racist piece of crap that he was, and uh, other front office people, people weren't really that great too, or like people or were the people of their time. Yeah, Jackie Robinson ended up not coming to the Red Sox. He ended up, uh, we ended up bypassing him and become and came the last team to do it. I mean, and it just makes me think, what if the Red Sox would have signed JB or uh, Jackie Robinson? What would history look for us right now? So, I mean, seriously, we could have been the first team to actually integrate. Sadly, we became the last. And that really is just a shame. All right. Um, offense in this game, I mean, it really needed to be worked on. And once again, it came in up late, like basically, like especially in the Tiger Series, who it came up late. Um, I just feel like they would have had a chance if maybe – Matt Barnes. I mean, at this point, I mean, the offense really just needs to figure it out kind of deal. So, yeah. So, that's for that's my spiel for game one. All right, let's get into game two. So, thankfully, on this Saturday, right before Easter, uh, Red Sox end up getting the job done. They shut out the – or shut out the Twins. Tanner Houck has a pretty good game as the Red Sox win this game. Four nothing as they increase their record to four and four at this point. So awesome, pretty good, pretty good. All right, let's get into it. All right, Red Sox box scores. All right, Kiki Hernandez he led off and uh, played center field. He went one for free, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting second and playing third base was Rafael Devers. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting third and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts. He won one for four. One run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting fourth and playing uh, DH was uh, J.D. Martinez. He went 0 for free. He did score a run, though, no, but no RBIs. He did walk once, and he struck out twice. All right. Batting fifth and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. He went one for free. One run. Two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting six and playing second base is Trevor Story. He went one for free. Zero runs, though, zero RBIs, no walks, but he didn't strike out any time. Didn't strike out at all. Yeah, didn't strike out at all. All right, I need to do a better job of that. All right, um, batting seventh and playing first base is uh, Bobby Dahlbeck. He, he uh, went 0 for free, though. But he didn't get a run, no RBIs, no walks, and he didn't strike out any times. I did it again. What am I doing? All right. Batting eighth and playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 0 for free. Uh, so no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting ninth and playing catcher was uh, Christian Vasquez. He went one for free. Uh, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck, and he struck out zero times. All right. So as I said, doubles from or a double from Kiki Hernandez, and then home runs from Alex Verdugo, his third of the year in the second inning off of Sonny Gray. 
uh, with one on and nobody out. And then Bogarts in the third inning off of uh, uh, his first of the year off of, hold on. Yeah, find out this pitcher's name. All right, Josh Winder. Josh Winder with a zero on or one on and two out. So pretty good. All right. Pitching, here we go. The Collinsville, Illinois native, Tanner Houck gets the start. He uh went pitched 5.2 innings and also got the win his first of the year. So now he is now 1 and 0 to start the year. He gave up only two hits. He did not surrender a run, and none of them were earned. He only walked three people. He did only struck out four, though, but he didn't give up no no home runs and left the game with 3.00 ERA. Right. Matt Strom, he came in and pitched an, pitched an inning. Uh, he did not. He only gave up a hit. He did not surrender a run, and none of them were earned. He walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero dingers or zero home runs. And let the game still with a 0.00 ERA. Garrett Whitlock, he came in and pitched the last two two and point one innings. He gave up only two hits, but he did not surrender a run, and he surrendered. None of them were actually earned, if that's obviously. Um, he only walked one person, struck out five, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a one point oh or one point oh four ERA. So awesome, pretty good. All right. Twins, here we go. So Twins box scores. All right, leading off and playing DH was Luis or Luisa Arias. He pitched or uh, he went one for five or one for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting second and playing second base, huh? Funny. All right, uh, was a uh, Jorge Polanco. He went zero for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out twice. Batting third and playing shortstop. Is Carlos Correa? Boo! <laughs> Cheater! Uh, he went 0 for 4. <laughs> um, so he did not score a run, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out three of those four at bats. <laughs> Batting fourth and playing right field was uh, Max Kepler, the German born player. He went 0 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting fifth and playing left field was uh, Trevor Larnick. He went three for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, so pretty good day from him. Uh, batting sixth and playing third base was Gio Urshela, the former Yankee. He went 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting uh, center, or batting seventh and playing center field is the son of former Red Sox Tom Gordon. Uh, Nick Gordon, he went 0 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he struck out once. All right, batting 8th and playing first base was Miguel Sano. He went 1 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he struck out 0 times. All right, batting ninth and playing catcher was uh, Ryan Jeffers. He went 0 for 3, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out twice. All right, so basically the only... Uh, major or extra base hit was basically from uh, Trevor Larnick, uh, a double basically in like the middle part of the game. So, yeah, not really much going for the Twins today. All right. In this game, well, in this game. All right. All right. Uh, twins pitching. Here we go. All right. So, Sonny Gray, he comes in and pit, or uh, got the start and pitched 1.2 innings and also got the loss. So, he's now 0 1 to start the year. 
gave up a hit. He surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. He walked only one person, struck out one, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 5.68 ERA. He did leave the game early, and that's why I mean, he left the game early because of injury. So, yeah, that's why his uh, innings were short. All right. And then uh, Josh Winder, he came in and pitched five, 5.1 innings. He gave up four hits, surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out two, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 4.26 ERA. And then this dude, uh, Johan, or Johan Ramiro, or Ramona, or Ramiro, or Johan Romano, he came in and pitched an inning, or Johan Romo, yeah, I should say that, came in and pitched an inning, gave up a hit, surrendered a run, or gave up a hit, surrendered but surrendered no runs and none of them were earned. Obviously, gave up gave up no walks, struck out one person, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with three points. Oh, you're right. Oh, you know what we forgot to do? Crap. Oh, we forgot to do a summary for the first game. All right. Well, here we go. The second game. So here we go. So in the second inning, um, Alex Verdugo he homers into a center field. Scoring himself and JD Martinez make a two nothing game, um, in the third and also in the third inning, uh, Xander Bogarts he homers in the left center field to score himself and Kiki Hernandez make a four nothing game. That's where your final score was at. Darn it, I, darn it, I messed that up. Oh well. All right, so summer. So my takeaways from this game, um, so basically Alex Drugo is just hot. He's just hot right now. He had. Right now at this point, and we'll get into it too, he's leading the team in home runs at this point. So it's pretty neat. Man, Doogie's just getting it done. Defensively, he was getting it done in New York, and now offensively, now he's getting it done right now. Leading the team in, in ding-dongs. Or, yeah, dingers. Yeah, I should just call that dingers. Yeah, don't want to get – yeah, don't want to get canceled. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, anyway, so he's just on fire right now. Tanner Houck had a really good game. He basically had a bounce back game after uh, the first start in New or a uh, first start he had in New York on Sunday night. A uh, little bit had more command. It's just, yeah, he's just doing, yeah. He only gave up only two hits, so that's pretty neat. Yeah. So yeah, not a lot of offense from the Twins in this game. Yeah, a little bit less offense, but they all, enough offense to get the job done for the Red Sox in this game. So pretty good. First home win or first win at home at Fenway. So we got to hear dirty water at the end of the game, which is very satisfying. Yeah, I always love hearing that song every time. Uh either the Red Sox or the Bruins win at home. That just, just seems so satisfying. Just every time I hear that song, that just makes me feel like being at a game at Fenway. All right. Which I have been to a game at Fenway. It was back in July of 2016. Yeah. Which I actually get get did hear, to hear the Red Sox play Dirty Water at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, like maybe in July or so, a little bit of that anniversary game. All right, all right. So maybe we should go to break and then come back and wrap it up with the recaps. All right, don't go on, folks. All right, we are back to wrap up the recap segment of the show. So here we go. So game three. A lot more offense, especially in the sixth inning. So, yeah, basically, um, 
Michael Walker, he pitched a really good game, only giving up a hit, but we'll get into that a little bit. As the Red Sox take down the Twins, uh, 8-1 to one and increase their record to 5-4 and four after nine games on this Easter Sunday, as I should say. So, excellent. Let's go. All right, Red Sox box scores. Kiki Hernandez, he led off and played center field. He went one for five, scored a run, no RBIs, no walks, and he only struck out one time. All right. Batting second and playing uh, third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went two for four, scored two runs, didn't get an RBI, didn't walk any time or didn't walk walk zero times, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went three for four, two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then substituting for him and playing shortstop was Jonathan Alaruz. But he did not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. Batting fourth and playing DH was uh, J.D. Martinez. He went one for free, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting fifth and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. He went one for free, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting second and playing or batting sixth and playing second base was a uh, Trevor Story. He went one for four, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting seventh the playing or batting seventh and playing first base was Bobby Dahlback. He went one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting uh, eighth and playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went one for two, so he's starting to hit him. A bit so awesome, pretty good. Atway JBJ, zero runs, one RBI, two walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then batting ninth and playing catcher was Kevin Puecki. He went 0 for free, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out two of those three at bats. All right, so the only really total extra base hits in this game, but it was enough offense to get the done, was just two doubles from uh Xander Bogarts and uh. J.D. Martinez, respectively. So awesome. Pretty good. All right. Red Sox pitching. Michael Walker. He came in and pitched five innings. Uh, gave up only one hit. And he did not surrender a run. And none of those runs were earned. Walked two people. Struck out five. Gave up zero home runs. And left the game with a 0.96 ERA. So awesome. Pretty good. Yeah. I was going to make a line here, but I don't want to also get shut down too. Yeah, so anyway, but you know, I mean, Waka, yeah. All right. Then uh, coming in and sub or uh, pitching for him for 1.1 innings and also getting the win his first year. So he's now 1-0. or one and oh. Matt Strom, he came in and gave up, a, gave up a hit. He did give up a run, though, but that and that one run was earned. He walked nobody, though, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.93 year in. Ryan Brazier, he came in and pitched 0.2 innings, gave up only two hits, but he did not surrender a run and obviously no earned runs. Um, walked one person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.70 ERA. Jake Diekman, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. Then Austin Davis, he came in and pitched the ninth inning, or basically one inning, which was the ninth inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. 
walked nobody, struck out only one person, gave up zero home runs, and let the game with a 6.75 year ring. All right. Twins box scores. Here we go. All right. Batty or leading off and playing second base was Luis Arias. He uh, went 0 for 4. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then batting second and playing uh, shortstop was Carlos Correa. Cheater! <laughs> he went 0 for 4. <laughs> um, scored zero runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out two times. Man, he has a 1.33 or batting average. Wow, Correa is not having a good start to the season. All right. <laughs> Um, batting, uh, or batting third and playing DH was, uh, Jorge Polanco. He went 0 for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out twice. Batting fourth and playing right field and center field was the German-born player, Max Kepler. He went 0 for 4, or 1 for 4, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting fifth and playing third base was the former Yankee, Gio Urshela. He went 2 for 4. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting uh, six and playing left field was uh, Trevor Larnick. He went 0 for free, zero runs, one RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting seventh and playing catcher, the former Yankee, Gary Sanchez. He went one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Gary Sanchez is the same age as me. I just want let people know that. Yeah, he's like literally born two months after I was. Yeah, that's just weird. That he, he seems older than that. Yeah. Batting eighth and playing uh, first base was uh, Miguel Sano. He went 0 for 1, zero runs, zero RBIs, two walks, and he struck out once. So that would explain why he only had one at bat because he has two walks. All right, makes sense. All right. Batting ninth and playing center field, the son of former Red Sox Tom Gordon. I know I said this a bunch of times. Um, Nick Gordon, he went 0 for 1. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then pinch hitting for him and playing right field was Ryan Garlic. He went 0 for 2, and all two of those were bats for strikeouts. So, yeah. Right. Not really a lot of base hits from the Twins. They really Their offense was basically quiet in this game. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, uh, oh, oh, yeah. That's right. All right. So, um, I just blanked right there. All right. So, um, Minnesota pitching, Bailey Ober, he uh, got the start, pitched six innings, and he also got the loss. So, he's now one and one for the season. Uh, gave up, gave up four hits, surrendered two runs, but none of those runs were earned. Uh, walked only one person, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.27 ERA. Tyler Duffy, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked only one person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.00 ERA. All right. Then uh, Caleb uh, Fibar, he came in and pitched 0.1 innings. Gave up four hits, surrendered four runs, and all four of them were earned. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 23.63 ERA. Wow. That, wow, that, yuck. <laughs> um, let's see, this next guy, Cody uh, Stat or Stayak, Stayak, K 
came in and pitched 0.2 innings, gave up three hits, surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 20.0, ERA. Man, man, we really destroyed those two pitchers. Man, I kind of feel sad now. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, that's called pitch petter. All right. All right, in the sixth inning, as I said, so basically uh, not a lot of offense up until the sixth, bottom of the sixth inning, where J.D. Martinez, he uh, hit a sack fly in the center field to score Raphael Devers to make it a one nothing Red Sox lead. And then another sack fly by uh, Alex Verdugo in the center field to score um, Sander Bogarts to make it a 2 nothing Red Sox lead. Then the Twins kind of or uh, nod the score at a 1 as uh, Trevor Larnick, he flew another sack fly in the center field to score Max Kepler to make it a 2-1 to Boston lead. Then this is where the real fun begins for the Red Sox. In the bottom of the eighth inning, Sander Bogarts, he singles into or singles off of uh, Miguel Sano to score Kiki Hernandez, make it a 3-1 to Red Sox lead. And then a double by J.D. Martinez into center field to score uh, Rafael Devers to make it a four no, or four to one Red Sox lead, and then former or then new Red Sox player Trevor Story, the new guy, he singles in the left field to score Sander Bogarts and JD Martinez to make it a six to one Red Sox lead, and then JBJ Jackie Bradley Jr., former Red Sox, now welcome back, he singles into a right field, does his job to score Trevor Story. To make it a seven to one Red Sox lead, and then an eight to one Red Sox lead as Kevin Wecky hits a sack fly in the right field to score Bobby Dahl back. That's where your final score would stand. Red Sox win this game eight to one, as I said. All right. So takeaways from this game: um, offense once again came, or with the exception of a. Oh wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. All right, we're. We're on game four. All right, all right. So basically, Michael Walker's performance really good, really good so far. Last couple of starts have been really good, especially this start has been really good. A lot of people have been kind of acting like this is going to be a like Wade Miley, Garrett Richard 2.0, but I mean it's still kind of early at this point. But so far, I mean he's 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 earning his dough. He really is earning his uh way here so far. I mean. First two starts have been really good for old Michael Walker, former St. Louis Cardinal. Yeah. So, yeah. Still a long way to go, but still, I mean, the eighth inning, I know the offense has been a little bit slacking early on, but in this inning, this is where the offense really turns on. I really believe this is where the fun, I feel like once it starts getting warmer now, once everything just gets, uh, like we get in June and stuff like that, I really feel like this offense will really explode. Just, yeah, people like Trevor Story and all that stuff, and like and guys like Sander Bogarts. I mean, seriously, they'll start hitting. Yeah, and this is kind of a reminder of where, like, I believe this offense can actually be, have some potential, especially in this eighth inning where they basically had an explosion to uh, do, yeah. All right. That is it for game four. And now heading into – Today's game or Monday's game, Patriots Day, which, by the way, if you don't know what Patriots Day is, it has nothing to do with the New England Patriots. Yes, I've actually said Happy New or Patriots Day to a few 
coworkers at work and they just looked at me like I meant the New England Patriots. No, Patriots Day this holiday is basically the anniversaries of the battles of Lexington and Concord, which kicked off our war for independence with the British back in 1775 that started the American Revolution. Yeah, so if you're wondering what Patriots Day is, now you know why. For all our non or non-Massachusetts, non-Maine uh, uh, listeners and stuff like that, or basically people that just wondering what the hell I'm talking about. I mean, seriously, it's like past midnight at my time. All right, so yeah, it's, it's right past midnight. It's already like eight minutes past midnight. Um, so yeah, that's what Patriots Day is. They have a mirror. So basically, this game started at like 10 a.m. today. Um, so people would have time to get to the marathon because we do have, they did have a marathon. That's usually tradition on Patriots Day. And it usually happens on the third of uh uh third third Monday of April and stuff like that. So if you're wondering, yeah. So so yeah, so they would get the game done and in the morning, and so people will have time to get to the finish line to see the last or see the runners cross the finish line of the marathon. So yeah, so it's pretty neat, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. But unfortunately, folks, Red Sox usually do, or, well, fortunately, despite the fact the Red Sox do good on Patriots Day, today was the exception as they lose this game in a blowout fashion. Well, not totally blowout fashion, but kind of felt like a blowout fashion. Um, as they lose this game to the Twins in the series finale, uh, eight to three. So they so their record is now five and five at this point. So they are now back at five hundred. So yeah. So just not a great Patriots game. Game. All right, Red Sox. Uh, box scores. All right, so here we are. Kiki Hernandez. He led off and played center field. He went zero for five. Uh, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out three of those five at bats. All right. Batting second and playing third base was uh, Xander or uh, Rafael Devers. He went one for four or one for five, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went three for four or three for five, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting uh, fourth and playing uh, DH was a uh, JD Martinez. He went one for five. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. Batting sixth and playing uh, left field was, uh, or batting fifth and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. He went two for three, so he had a pretty good day. One run, zero RBIs, though, uh, one walk, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting, uh, se- or batting sixth and playing second base was uh, Christian Arroyo. He went one for four. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting seven, the playing first base was uh, Travis Shaw. He went 0 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out three times. And then batting eighth and playing catcher was Christian Vasquez. He went two for four, or two for four, so he had a pretty good day. Two runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. And then batting eighth and playing uh, right field was uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. He went one for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right. All right, then uh, extra base hits. Uh, so basically only um, there were a couple of doubles or three doubles from uh, Verdugo, Bogarts, and JBJ respectively. And then a home run by uh, 
Um, Christian Vasquez, 10th home run for the Red Sox this year, and the first one for uh, Christian Vasquez in the seventh inning off of Johan Duran with zero on and one out. All right. Red Sox pitching. Uh, Rich Hill got the start. And uh, so, so the background to this story, so a lot was on this game for Rich Hill to pitch this game, mainly for the fact that today was Patriots Day. Today was also the Marathon 2, and also his dad passed just recently just passed away. And a little-known fact about his dad, he was an avid, like, Boston, or Boston Marathon fan and runner. In fact, the guy took part in, like, 37 uh, marathon races in his life. So that's pretty neat. So a lot was going in for uh, Rich Hill to try and get this uh, win for today. The Milton uh, Massachusetts-born native. Unfortunately, he pitched uh, 4.2 innings, and he got the loss, so he's now 0-1 to start the year. Gave up six hits, surrendered four runs, and all four of those runs were earned. Walked two people, struck out two, gave up two home runs, and left the game with a 7.00 ERA. Phillips Valdez, he came in and pitched 1.1 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, or struck out one. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. All right. So uh, Cutter Crawford, he came in and pitched uh, 1.2 innings. Two hit, gave up two hits, surrendered four runs, and all four of those runs were earned. He walked five people. Ugh, uh, gave up two or struck out two. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 15.75 ERA. Yuck. Man. Cutter. Yeah. We'll also get into that in any two. All right, uh, Hirokazu Salamora, he came in and pitched 1.1 innings, gave up a hit, surrendered no run, but he just surrendered no runs, and none of those runs were earned, obviously. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.60 ERA. All right, Twins box scores, here we go. All right, so uh, leading off and playing second base was uh, Jorge Polanco. He went two for five. One run, four RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out one. So he had a pretty good day. Um, batting uh, or batting second and playing uh, shortstop or short was uh, Carlos Correa. He went two for four. Ugh. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right, batting third and playing third base. Ah, neat. Uh, was uh, former Yankee Gio Urshela. He went three for five, so he had a pretty good day. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting for, or uh, batting fourth and playing right field was uh, Ryan Garlic. He went one for two, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then a uh, pinch or pinch inning for him and playing right field was the German board player Max Kepler. He went 0 for two. He did score a run though, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero one time. All right. Batting fifth and playing catcher was uh, Gary Sanchez, the former Yankee. He went 0 for 4. He did score a run, though. Zero run or zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. All right. Uh, batting uh, or batting sixth and playing left field was or Trevor Larnick. He went 0 for 5, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting seventh and playing uh, first base was uh, Miguel Sano. He went 0 for 4. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting eighth and playing DH was Ryan Jeffers. He went 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no no two walks, 
and he struck out once. So that explained why he only has one at bat because of the two walks he had. And then pitch hitting for him and playing DH was uh, Luis Arias. He did not get a bat, but he did score a run, though. And that one at bat was a walk. So, yeah, that will explain why. All right. And then batting ninth and playing center field was uh, Gilberto Sensatillo. He went one for free, two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right. So home runs from Ryan Garlic, as I said, his first of the year in the first inning off of Rich Hill with one on and two out. And then uh, Jorge Polanco's, uh, his second of the year in the first inning, also off of Rich Hill with one on and nobody out. All right. Here we are, Twins pitching. Dylan Bundy came in and pit, or uh, got the start and pitched 5.1 innings. He also got the win, too, so he's now 2-0 to start the year. Gave up five hits, surrendered a run, and then one run was earned. Walked nobody, struck out six, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.87 ERA. All right. Let's see. Is this who's this? All right, Joe Hill. Oh, yeah, the right state. Uh, Alumni, he pitched 0.2 innings, gave up no hits, surrendered three or zero runs, and none of those runs were earned. Walked one person, struck out zero people, gave up zero home runs, and let the game with 0.00 ERA. Right. Johan Duran, he came in and pitched an inning, gave up a hit, surrendered a run, and that one run was earned. Walked one person, struck out three, gave up a home run, and let the game as 0.00 or 6.00 ERA. All right. And then uh, Griffin Jack. Uh, yeah, Griffin Jack, he came in and pitched two innings, gave up five hits, surrendered a run, and that one run was earned. Walked nobody, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.00 ERA. All right. Summary, here we go. So the... Play by so yeah so scoring so here we go in the first inning Ryan Garlic he hit a home run in left field off the monster to score himself and Carlos Correa make a two nothing Twins lead then in the third inning Jorge Polanco he hit a home run in the left center field to score himself and Gilberto uh, Sensatio to make it a four nothing Twins lead in the fifth inning uh, Christian Vasquez. He hits a sack ground out to uh, this is where the offense kind of starts a little bit getting going. He hits a sack ground out to uh, Carlos Correa to score Alex Verdugo, make it a 4-1 to Red Sox lead. And then in the seventh inning, bottom of the seventh inning, Christian Vasquez, he homers again, or his first of the year, as I said, in the left center field to score uh, just only himself to make it a 4-2 uh, to Twins lead. And then in the eighth inning, basically, yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, Gary Sanchez, he steals uh, second base. Well, on a wild pitch by Cutter Crawford to score Max Kepler, make it a 5-2 Red Sox lead, or 5-2 Twins lead, sorry. And then uh, Polanco, he singles into right field to score Sanchez and Arias, make a 7-2 Twins lead. And then another wild pitch by here, Kazo Salamora, that scores Sensatio to make it an 8-2 Twins lead. But then Red Sox did kind of make a little bit of a like scoring rally, but it was basically just putting a dent in the armor as uh, Xander Bogarts, he singles into a basically singles in the second base. Well, kind of an infield single to score Christian Vasquez, make it an 8 3 Twins lead. That's where your final score would stand. Yeah, not great. 
All right, so, so yeah, as I said, Rich Hill's performance, as I said, I went over that. Um, offense just once again just couldn't, with the exception of maybe Christian Vasquez's uh, dinger, was just lacking today, especially early on. And, yeah, just the, that was kind of one of the reasons why I kind of just went to sh- basically went to shit after that, basically just the whole thing. Uh, also, the eighth inning, I really felt like that was also too. I really felt like Cutter Crawford was a little bit getting like uh, screwed by uh, the home plate umpire's uh, calls. I wonder who was the home plate umpire for the, today's game. It what well, he was. Well, I should say he, she also because there are women umpires. Home plate umpire was uh, Adam Her- Hermione. And Hermione, yeah, Hermione was just basically just like kind of like basically like squeezing the plate and stuff like that to making it so like a lot of them were balls. I could see that being the reason too. He also was, I would say this too. I should say a lot, a little bit of the blame should go on the arts relief pitching. They were kind of throwing the ball a little bit too, especially early on the wild pitches and stuff like that. That kind of did cost us in the eighth inning to the point where now we couldn't really have made a rally because we were almost like, we were kind of like inching a little bit close into like making a Patriots save miracle. Game and then that's where the eighth inning, yeah. Also, kind of want to add it too. So the Rafael Devers, so kind of want to see this too. Want to see where because it happened around the sixth or fifth or sixth inning. So yeah, Rafael Devers. He uh, so Xander Bogarts hits a double into it. Well, actually turns into a single. Hold on. So it was a single at first, and then hold on. No, this is no, this was in the sixth. Yeah, this is in the sixth inning. So basically, uh, De- or uh, Bogarts doubles, and then basically Devers almost got thrown out at uh, third. He makes a remarkable play, or makes a remarkable dive slash play, which Gio Shell did not have a chance of tagging him out, kind of deal. And they kind of made like even Rockabout Delhi. And respects to Rocco Beldilli, I do like the guy, former Red Sox and Rhode Island-born native. Although I was against the whole, like, him challenging this call. And looking at the replay, too, this was a really – why did you challenge this? He, he was – Gio Rochelle was not even close to tagging Devers out. So – and but they upheld the call. Um, so, basically, Devers was safe. He did get tagged out, though, on a rundown. In uh, the next play on a fielder's choice by us, uh, JD Martinez. Yeah, but still, a really nice play, really acrobatic play. That play just reminded me of uh, the later part of 2016 with uh, Dustin Pedroia in Tampa Bay, how he was basically like dancing around home play until he eventually like tagged it and was called safe. They challenged that too, but yeah, the call was upheld. Pretty good. Just That just reminded me of that. Just Devers just trying to dance, trying to swim around, trying to like do whatever he can to make sure he was safe. That was just a unique play. Yeah. All right. We'll go over one. Um, so one news or Red Sox news report. So it was reported today um, that uh, Red Sox catcher uh, Kevin Pawecki and two other Red Sox uh, staff members have tested positive for COVID. So it kind of does show that COVID is still around or still around and still kind of like still in our little bit daily day lives. Um, 
Connor Wong has been called up from uh, uh, Worcester. And it also looks like, too, uh, Renato, or Renato uh, Hernandez has been called up, too. So it's kind of making it sound like there might be more um, call-ups and moves being made uh, in the next coming days. But we'll see. Yeah, I just want to report the news. Um, just not going to give my takes on the matter. Just just want to report the news to just tell you, hey, that Kevin Boyd is going to be out for a while. Um, so, yeah, like 10-day IL, I believe. He's not on 10-day IL or COVID list. So, yeah, I just want to let you guys know. So, yeah. All right. All right, so we'll go to break. But when we come back, we'll start with the minor league box scores and then get into the college baseball segment. So, yeah, so we'll go from there. All right. Don't go anywhere. All right, we are back to start off with minor league box scores. So, first day, last we left off. Um, so, Portland Sea Dogs, they win their game against the Harrisburg uh, Senators um, in 10 innings. Um, so, for, or uh, Frank German, he basically has a pretty good game in this game. So, yes, yeah, so Frank German. So, let's see. So, not a lot. Ain't like, so Portland doesn't have any. Uh, so, yeah, so he basically gets the win in this game. Murphy got the start. He pitched five innings. He only he gave up two runs, though. All of them earned. But um, Frank or uh, Frank German, yeah, that's actually his name, Frank German. He comes in and pit, or uh, gets the win in this one in extra inning. So, pretty good. So, awesome. His first of the year. And then, uh. That's basically the guy or Reds or uh, Yankees of uh, prospect we got in the Adavino trade or Adavino trade, and then uh, Greenville Drive they uh, start or had a game against uh, the Asheville Taurus, won that game nine to six. McDonald he went yard in this game, so pretty good, awesome his first of the year. And then the Salem Red Sox they played against uh, the Fayetteville uh, Woodpeckers, uh, they won that game nine to four, so pretty good, awesome. So, yeah, so awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then the Worcester uh, Red Sox, they didn't play on, on Thursday. Their game got postponed because of rain slash weather. It's the Lee Valley High uh, Iron Pig, so they would play a doubleheader Friday. Let's go on the Friday's games. All right, so Red Sox lose the first game. Oh, wait. They won. Right. Yeah, they lost the first game 7-3 uh, uh, to, to uh, Lee Valley. So the only like good thing was basically or or uh, uh, Jeter Downs is a home run his second of the year. Feldman got the loss, so he is now own one to start the year. So he did not do good. Um, and then uh, in the second game, though, the Woo Sox did win this game, so they increased their record to eight and two, um, seven to five. Um, Roberto Ramos he got his he got uh, another home run his second of the year. Uh, uh, Brizardo, he uh, got the win in this game, so he's now 2-0 to start the year, so pretty good. Or Eduard Brizardo. All right. Greenville Drive, unfortunately, they lose their game, they lose their game against the Asheville Taurus, 7 to, or 7-5, to five, so they are now 4-3 to start the year. Um, basically, that's the only good thing was uh, Northcutt, he got a home run, and then uh, Rafilia, he got a home run for the year. So, yes. Not so not great start. And then um Portland, um they won their or one or one today or one on Friday, four to two against the Harrisburg Senators. 
Uh, not a lot of offense. They still haven't got a home run. The only two home runs that they have was like David Hamilton. Uh, he had two home runs so far. So, yeah. And then Salem, Red Sox, they beat the Fayetteville uh, Woodpeckers 11-3. Um, uh, or Meccano, he got his first home run of the year for the, or, uh, for the Red Sox. So pretty good. Awesome. And then that's Friday scores. Sunday or uh, Saturday scores. So Worcester, they played against the Lee Valley High uh, Iron Pigs. Won that game 13-1, so pretty good. So they're now 9-2 at this point. Kept, or uh, Kyle Hart, he got the win, so he's now 3-0, so pretty good. Rob Refsnyder and uh, Roberto uh, Rom- Romos homered in this game, so pretty good, pretty good. Salem uh, played, the, or Salem Red Sox played the Fayetteville uh, Woodpeckers in this game. Won this game 5-3, so pretty good. Uh, Palmino. He got a home run for the Red or for the Red Sox, and then yeah, Sergio or Sergio, he got the win for the Red Sox. So he's now two and zero for the year. So awesome. Portland Sea Dogs, however, lose this game to the or Harrisburg Senators. They are one or once nothing, so they are not four and four to start the year. So yeah, still no home runs so far. And yep. Then uh, Greenville Drive, they played against the Asheville. Uh, Tourists win this game nine to six. So yeah, so right now they are five and three so far. Rafelia got a home run and Joe Davis got a home run. So his second of the year. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. And then on Sunday, and we will wrap this up, wrap up the Mine Liga segment. So Portland Sea Dogs, they played against the Harrisburg Senators. They uh lose this game, however, uh two to one. So they are now four and five. Uh, so far as of now, so uh, or so not great. Still haven't gotten another home run yet. Um, Greenville Drive, they played against the Asheville Senator or Asheville Taurus. Uh, they win this game 10-9, so pretty good. Gilberto Jimenez gets a home run. Uh, Jack's uh, Grosshand gets a home run, so awesome. His first of the year, so pretty good. Awesome. Uh, Salem uh, Red Sox, however, lose this game to the Fayetteville Woodpeckers, so they are now seven to two so far. They are lose this game eight to four. So yeah, not a lot going on in this game. Uh, De La Rosa gets the loss for the Red Sox, so yeah. Um, and then Worcester Red Sox, however, lose this game to uh, lose their game against the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, nineteen eleven. So they are now nine and three so far. Yeah. So the only Red Sox home run was a uh, Christian uh, Stewart home run. Derek Holland gets the loss for the Woo Sox, so he is now 0-1, so not great. Yeah. Yeah. And then Monday, as usual, um, they took off, they took the day off. Usually every minor league team is basically taking the day off, as I know. Um, so anyway, so here we go. So to start the series, so the Portland will start a series at home against the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Tomorrow at six uh, p or six uh, p.m. Eastern time, so basically five o'clock my time. Um, Worcester Red Sox will take on the Syracuse uh, Red or Syracuse Mets. That's where my buddy Colin Holman for the Mets um, might be pitching, so we might get to see him in this game. So we might try to track that too. That game one starts at uh, six forty-five or six forty-five Eastern time, so basically five forty-five my time. Um, 
Salem Red Sox will take on the or Charleston uh, River Dogs um, at home. Oh. All right, so Worcester will be at on the road in Syracuse, and then yeah, as I said, um, Salem will be at home seven o five Eastern time, so six o five my time, and then um, Greenville Drive will start a home series against the Winston Salem Dash. Um, so basically. 705, also 705 Eastern time, so 605 my time. All right, so let's go. Let's go. All right. So that is it for my league box scores. All right, let's get into the college baseball segment. All right. So Wright State, right now, they are now 15 and 18 so far, and they are 8 and 4 in conference play. So they did start a weekend series this weekend against the, uh, or this past weekend against the, uh, or University of Illinois in Chicago in the conference series. They uh, lost the first game on Thursday, eight to or eight to six. Then uh, won the second game five to three, so pretty good. And then on Saturday for the finale, they lost in extra innings, ten innings, six to five. Um, so yeah, so they lose this series to the Flames of Illinois or uh, U of I Chicago. So. Two games to three. And then they start another game today against, uh, well, technically today, against Dayton in Dayton, Ohio. So basically at Dayton. So, yeah, at there, yes. Because, yeah, Wright State is in Dayton. So this is kind of like an inner city kind of uh, matchup. So, yeah, sort of. All right. So currently right now, Wright State is not ranked in Division One standings. But right now, currently, as of now, Tennessee leads the standings um, at, of this week. So they are thirty-three and thirty-three. Man, they just they just keep hitting, and they're just like their offense is really good, and their coaches. I like their coach too. Yeah. So yeah. So that's it for D one. So let's move on to our Division two team, NCAA. Oh, rip one rip. Sorry, we're just farting here. <laughs> All right, so Central Missouri, they are uh, 33 and 4 and 26 and 1 in conference play. Let's see. Let's go down to. All right, so they played against uh, Stardust Series, weekend series against Pittsburgh State um, at home. This is not Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is Pittsburgh, I think, in Kansas. Um, so they've won the first game seven to one on Thursday. On Friday, they took the second game eight to five. So awesome. So they won the series at that point, going for the sweep, which they got the sweep on Saturday, a seven inning win, eleven to nothing. So pretty good. Awesome. So they sweep the series. And they also, I believe they clinched the uh their conference regular season match or season uh title. So pretty good. So they'll be the number one seed in their conference uh tournament. So awesome. Pretty good. Attaway, boys. Awesome. We are just clapping there. Yeah. All right. So, and then this weekend, they won't play again until Friday against uh, Central Missouri or Central Oklahoma, another conference matchup. So they, I think they're getting close to the end of the season. Yeah. They only got like two more series, conference series left. And then, yeah, their conference tournament. So awesome. So we're getting close. That's why I mean they clinched their uh, conference regular season conference tournament or a uh, uh, M M I A A turn or M I I M I A A regular season title. Yeah, it's all right. 
and that will be in Edmond or Edmond, Oklahoma against Central uh, Oklahoma. All right, pretty good, pretty good. All right, so currently right now they are ranked. They are ranked number three in the land, so pretty good. But currently right now, as of now, uh, Tampa is ranked number one in uh, um, Division Three or uh, Division Two NCAA, according to the National College Baseball Writers Association. They are thirty and five. All right, so they've been that way for a while, right. or been number one for a while. All right. Our two Division Three schools, all right, so starting with the boys from uh, UMass Boston. Um, so they are 18-6 and six right now and 7-0 and in conference play. So pretty good. Awesome, awesome. That I like to see that. All right, so they played against uh, – uh, or they played against uh, Keene State College at home, another conference uh, opponent um, at home on Saturday – uh, double header. They took the first or took the first game in seven innings, ten nothing, and then also in seven innings in the second game, eighteen to six. So football score in seven innings. So awesome, pretty good. So they swept the Easter weekend series. All right, all right. So and then they play against a uh, UMass or UMass Dartmouth on uh, tomorrow or today, another conference opponent in Boston. So basically at home. So pro- so pretty good. Awesome. All right, so that's it for UMass Boston. Augustana um, College in Illinois, so they are 26 or 20 and six and five and three in conference play. Let's see, let's go down. So they played against uh, only uh, two, so they only played three games. Uh, first game was against Milligan, or first two games were against Milligan on Friday. Um, they took the first game nine to five at home and then lost the second game uh, five to one. So, yeah, so they kind of dropped uh, their second conference game. And then they played Elmhurst at Elmhurst, Illinois. Won that game 9-5. to So, another conference opponent taken care of. So, pretty good. Then they play against North Park today. Another conference opponent at home. So, yeah, so basically 7 p.m. All right, so pretty good. Awesome. All right. So, that is it for Division Three. All right, so currently right now, um, UMass Boston, they're not ranked, but they are getting some votes. I believe seven at this point. Um, Augustana has kind of dropped out of the running as of now, so they're not in it right now. Not even getting any votes either. All right. But currently right now, the number one ranked team in the land is still Marietta uh, with a 23-3 and record. So awesome. It's pretty good. They still keep holding on to uh, the lead. All right. All right, so that's it for Division Three, and Our NAIA team, all right, Tennessee Wesleyan, they are 41-5 and five right now and 21-3 and three in conference play. So, yeah, they kind of dropped a few games so far. But still pretty good. So, so I mean, still doing it, doing a good job. Although they did lose the conference series against uh, Reinhardt this weekend. Uh, Friday's game, they played doubleheader. They lost uh, both games. First one, eight to six, and the second game, two to one, and then scratched, uh, avoided the sweep on Saturday as they won seven to six. So yeah, not great, not a great weekend so far for the old T or TWC Bulldogs. And then they played today against Cumberland University in uh, Lebanon, T- Tennessee. 
Uh, so it's basically a away game. So yeah, 3 p.m. So yeah. All right. Much love the season. Yeah, they're getting close. I mean, we're getting close to the count end for some of these uh, teams. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So we won't go over NAIA rankings because they won't release one until this Wednesday. So yeah, sorry, folks. All right. All right. So currently, right now. All right. So oh. Yeah, what am I doing? All right, so uh, our JUCO teams. All right, so South or Florida Southwestern. So right now they are thirty-five and fourteen right now, and twenty and four in conference play. All right, let's go down to. All right, so last time we talked, they played against the uh, uh, state Co or state college of Florida. So they started a three-game series there Friday. They took the took uh, the first game on Friday, ten to two. So pretty good. And then on Saturday, they did drop one in eighth innings, um, eight inning game against uh, State College of Florida, 14 to four. And then today or Monday, they won their, or they uh, won the series against uh, State College of Florida, won that game nine to six. And then they won't play again until Wednesday against Polk State in their conference or basically another opponent at uh, Winter Haven, Florida, 6 p.m. Eastern time, so awesome, pretty good. They have to be getting close to the end of their season, too. Yeah, they're getting close, too. Yeah, just a couple more weeks. And then they start uh, playoff times or playoff time. Time. Playoff times. Yeah. All right, Tyler Junior College. So here we go. So they are 28 and 18 right now and 17 and 3 in conference play. Let's see, go down to April. All right. <clears throat> so last time we talked, they played against the Northeastern or Northeast Texas Community College at on the road against them um, in uh, Mount Pleasant, Texas. They took the first game five to four and took the second game 12 nothing. Then they played uh, against uh, Pan Panola, Panola College on Friday, won the first game 10 nothing, and then lost the second game nine to eight. All right, and then they play against. Uh, then they don't play again until on Wednesday against Angel or Angelina College in Tyler. So at home, two game doubleheader. So basically, one p.m. Central Time, and then game two whenever thirty minutes after game one ends. So yeah. So currently, right now, Division um, One state or Division One rankings of JUCO. So. Only Florida Southwestern is basically ranked at this point. They are ranked number 11th in the land, um, and Tyler's not ranked at this point. But the number one ranked team in the land right now is Walter State Community College. They are 43-3 and free right now, so they're doing pretty good. So, yeah. All right. Go over to the Division two, Then we'll wrap it up with the, the college baseball segment. All right. So, my uh, form – Somewhat all a modern team, Harlan Community College. So we'll wrap it up there as our JUCO Division II schools. So they are now 29 and 7 and now 20 and 0 in conference play. So yeah. So doing pretty good. Yeah. They're just. So as I said, so basically um, they played on Friday against Vincennes University, the oldest junior college in the land in Indiana. So they played uh, two games. So all these, all four of these games, 
are uh, doubleheaders, and they were also at home this weekend. So, yeah, so Friday's game, they took the first game 11-2. Second game, won that game 13-3. And then on Saturday, they took game one 16-5, and then um, second game 12-2. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. Very good. All right. And then they play tomorrow, well, actually today, against uh, South Surbur- or South Suburban College at home. So pretty good. Awesome. 3.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, yeah, very good. And Harlan just – yeah, so Harlan just keeps on rolling. All right. <clears throat> so currently right now, they are ranked – go down. All right. So they are ranked number 14th in the land right now. So awesome. So they're just, yeah, so they're doing really well so far. All right. How is Lincoln Land ahead of us? Are they undefeated too? Yeah. All right. And then, but right now, currently right now, the number one ranked team in the land is Madison College. They are um, 23 and 3 right now. So awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. All right. That is it for our college baseball segment. Man, it is getting late. I feel like we might be in the running for, like, the longest episode. I know we might have to find out let you guys know at the end uh, or at the next week's episode. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So let's go over Red Sox or basically LMB standings and uh, Red Sox stats. All right. So. Yeah. Standings. All right. Here we go. So right now, American League uh, East. So right now, the Toronto Blue Jays lead the division right now. Red Sox next opponent. Uh, they are 6-4 and four right now. In second place, well, actually tied for second place are the Red Sox and Yankees, 5-5 five and five record. In fourth place are the Tampa Bay Rays with a 5-6 and six record. And in currently in last place are the Baltimore Orioles with a 3-7 and seven record. So in the AL Central right now, leading the division right now is the Chicago White Sox with a 3-6-3 or six and three record. Um, in set tie for second place are the Cleveland Guardians and the Troy Tigers <coughs> with a four or four and five record. Uh, in fourth place in the Minnesota Twins with a four and six record. And currently in last place are the Kansas City Royals with a three and five record. All right. In the in the American League West, here we go. So currently in first place are the Houston Astros with a four six and four record. Um, tie for second place are the LA Angels and Oakland Athletics with a six and five record. In fourth place are the Seattle Mariners with a five and five record. And in last place are the Texas Rangers with a two and seven record. Ugh. I had them win the division. What's going on? <laughs> All right. So uh, in the National League right now, so in the or in the National League East. Uh, the Mets just keep on rolling. They are now leading the division right now, seven and three, in second place on the Miami Miami Marlins. Ooh, what what's going on here? Uh, maybe it might just be early. They are four and five right now. Um, in third place are the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with a five and seven record. Um, and tied for fourth and last place are the Philadelphia Phillies and Washington Nationals with a four and seven record. In the AL in the NL Central, right now the St. Louis Cardinals are leading the division with a five and three record. In 
Second place are the Chicago Cubs with a 6-4 record. In third place are the Milwaukee Brewers with a 6-5 record. In fourth place are the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 5-5 record. And currently in last place are the Cincinnati Reds with a 2-9 record. All right. In the NL West, here are the LA Dodgers with an 8-2 record leading the pack. Um, in second place are the San Francisco Giants with a 7-2 record. In third place are the Colorado Rockies with a 7-3 record. In fourth place are the San Diego Padres with a 7-5 record. And currently in last place are the Arizona Diamondbacks with a 3-6 record. And they're not giving us playoff stuff. Maybe that might just be too early. Yeah. All right. Stats-wise, here we go. We'll go to break. All right. So Red Sox, go. Red Sox stats. All right. Here we go. So currently right now, leading the team in batting average is Rafael Devers with a 3 with a 349 record. Alex Verdugo is leading the team in home runs with three. So, yeah, awesome. That's why he's real hot right now. All right. And he's also leading the team in RBIs with eight. With eight. Uh, no stolen bases at this point, so no point going over that. Uh, it's a two-way tie for runs with uh, Devers and Kiki Hernandez with uh, eight. And then um, – uh, and then uh, on base percentage, uh, Alex Verdugo is also leading that with 400. Uh, he's also leading the slugging percentage with 665. And he's also leading in ops with a 1.067 uh, ops. Yeah. Hits are uh, Rafael Devers leading that in with 15. Doubles, it's Kiki Hernandez with a five. Triples, nobody's leading that because nobody uh, has a triple at this point. Um, walks is a two-way tie between... Kike Hernandez and Alex Verdugo, who looks like Trevor Story in this pick, um, with five. <laughs> um, and then uh, strikeouts is a two-way tie between uh, Bogarts and Hernandez with 11. And then, let's see, caught stealing, it's uh, J Bradley Jr. with one. So he's leading that. Games played, it's uh, two, basically a five-way tie between JBJ Devers, who looks like Arroyo, Hernandez, Martinez, and Verdugo with 10 games played so far. And then at-bats, the two-way tie between Devers and Hernandez with 43. That's offense. Pitching-wise, here we go. ERA, Evaldi uh, leads that or leads that category with 4.50 four, uh, 4 ERA. Uh, wins is a five-way tie between Cutter Crawford, Evaldi, Hauk, Strom and Whitlock with one. And then let's see. And then strikeouts, it's Valdi uh, with 13. Saves, it's a two-way tie between Diekman and Robles with one. Um, whip, it's uh, Evaldi with uh, 1.10. Um, batters, uh, batting average against, it's uh, Evaldi with a 224 or 225 batting average against. Innings pitched, it's uh, Evaldi with 10 innings pitched. Complete games, nobody has that. Games or games played, it's uh, basically a three-way tie between Brazier, Davis, and Strom with five, who looks like Ryan Brazier at this point. I don't know what's going on here. All right. And then uh, game started, it's a two-way tie between Evaldi, who looks like uh, Waka and Hill with two. Well, actually, yeah, it's actually all five-way tie. Evaldi, Hill, Hauk. Pavetta and Walker with two starts. All right. 
And then let's see. And then uh, sit or hold on. Save opportunities. It is basically a four-way tie between Brazier, Geekman, Robles, and Whitlock with one. All right, let's see. And then uh, then earn runs is Pavetta with eight. Uh, runs allowed was uh, also Crawford and Pavetta with eight. Then let's see. And then uh, Rich Hill leads the team in uh, hits given up by, with 11. Evaldi leads the team with the home runs given up with four. And then walks given up. It's basically a two-way tie between Crawford and Hauk with six. That's pitching. Uh, fielding uh, games played. It's basically a five-way tie between Bradley or Bradley Devers, Hernandez, Martinez, and Verdugo with 10 games played. Um Game started, it's a four-way tie between Devers, Hernandez, Martinez, and Verdugo with 10. Um, let's see, innings, it's basically a four, three-way tie between Devers, Hernandez, and Verdugo with 89 uh, innings played. Then uh, let's see, um, let's see, and then uh, total chances, it's basically, uh, basically uh, for uh, Vasquez leads that with 72 uh, put outs, it's Vasquez with 67. Assists, it's Bogarts with a 65 or 67 or uh, 18. Errors, it's a four way tie between Bogarts, Evaldi, Hernandez, and Verdugo with one. Then let's see. And then uh, double plays, it's a Dahlback with seven. Stolen bases, it's a Vasquez with three. Uh, caught stealing, Vasquez with two. Then stolen base percentage is a Vasquez with six. Uh, peep. And then uh, pass balls, nobody's leading that category. Uh, fielding percentage is a four-way tie between um, Bradley, Dawback, Devers, and uh, for or Vasquez with a, a thousand. And then basically a uh, range factor is basically a uh, Vasquez with a ten point twenty nine. All right, we are running out of time. Let's go to break. All right, to wrap it up with the fancy um, stats, here we go. Hold on. We should be a little bit more prepared for this. All right, fancy my play. We got to go over recent – or this uh, past couple of days. So basically Fridays too, all right. All right, so let's see. So beat the streak. Come on now. All right, so beat the streak right now. So basically on Friday, I had um, Miles Straw, the Cleveland Guardians, and uh, Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros. The uh, Straw went 0 for 3, and then Bregman went 0 for 4. So, wait, hold on. We got to go to Thursdays. Yeah, Thursdays. All right. So I had Mike Trout, um, LA Angels, um, and then uh, Freddie Freeman of the LA Dodgers. Uh, Trout went one for four, and then uh, Freeman went two for five. And then, as I said, Friday's draw, I had a uh, 0 for three, and then uh, Bregman, I had a uh, 0 for four. And then on Saturday, I had Jorge Soler, the Miami Marlins, and Christian uh, Yelich of the Milwaukee Bre or Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Soler went 0 for five, or I meant one for five, and then uh, Yelich was a pass because I wasn't able to get get him changed because he didn't start. So I basically had, didn't have time to change him, but I had a rebound. Um, so I basically put him in on Sunday. So basically Yelich on Sunday 
And then Giancarlo Stanton, the New York Yankees. Yelich went 0 for 3 on Sunday, and then uh, Stanton went 0 for 4. So, yeah, so my streak ended there at, like, 1. Yeah, 1. And then tonight I had, uh, or today I had Nicholas Castellano, or Nick Castellanos of the Philadelphia Phillies, and then Key Byron Hayes of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Castellanos went 0 for 4, and then uh, Hayes went uh, 1 for 5. So, yeah, not great. I mean, playing beat the streak's fun, but, I mean, it really is hard to get a streak going. Alright. And then today for a quick pick. So let's see. For this uh last couple of episodes or like basically since Thursday. So Thursday I went uh four for seven. On uh Friday I went four for seven also. Then Saturday I went two for seven, and then Sunday I went oh for seven, and then today I went three for uh, seven. Alright. So that's it for uh, MLB play app. All right, so yeah, we'll just, all right. So let's go over our actual fantasy. So, um, yeah, ESPN fantasy. Here we go. So the Oakland or Oakland Bat Bars are basically one and zero right now. Let's see, so they uh fin or finish off week one with a uh, victory over uh, Team Austin Bond or Austin Bone. A 442 to a 264 win. And currently, right now, they're playing against uh, Team Rhodes. And they're winning uh, 25-3. So, awesome. Pretty good. All right. Dancing on my own. They are 1-0 so far as of now. So, pretty good. So, they won week one against uh, St. Louis Allen. 416 the 360 or 357. And currently, right now... They are with so well, actually they're losing their game against a brew crew 15 to 12. So yeah, so not great, but still a lot more time. We still got a week. Pay Rafi Devers. They are uh one and oh so far. So they won their game uh or their week one game against uh Team Lovely 419 to 381. So pretty good, awesome. But currently, right now, they're losing the team Reyes 41 to 7. So not great football score, yeah. All right, and then Arthur or uh, Arthur reads the goat. They are now zero and one right now. So or one and zero right now. I should say one and zero right now. So they won their first game. So pretty good. So uh, they beat a uh, team Bama squad four hundred forty to three hundred seventy nine. So pretty good. And currently, right now, they're winning their game against a uh, team Hopkins, uh, forty eight to five. So pretty good. All right, going for two and zero. All right. Uh, the wearing of the green, they're 1-0 right now. So pretty good. So they won their first week one against uh, San Francisco or SF Giants, 468-369. to So pretty good. Awesome. But currently right now, they're losing week two right now to uh, the Davenport River Rocks, 42-37. to right. Still a lot of time left. The Yankees lose. So they are 1-0 right now, so pretty good. So pretty much everybody on ESPN has won this week, so pretty good. So they won their first game week one So against a Bomba squad. Bomba squad, 
478 to 357 or 357. So pretty good. Awesome. But let's see. Currently right now. Oh, actually currently right now they're winning their game against Crosby's Cement Mixers. 48 to 23. What very colorful names for some of these teams. Yes. <laughs> Crosby Cement Mixers. <laughs> that must be a business. That's funny. All right. So Yahoo Fancy, that's it for ESPN Fancy. Yahoo Fancy, Yahoo. All right, so call him Poppy. Let's see. So week one, let's see how they finished out week one. They won their game against uh, Nick Davis's best team, 7-2. to Oh, boy. Yeah. And then right now they're losing to Noah, Noah's nice team, 7 to nothing. How very original for some of these teams. I feel like, yeah. All right, the Royal Rooters, how they did this week or week one. So they finished off week one. They lost uh, week one. The Tom's tip-top team, six to four. So not great. And let's see, currently week two, they're currently losing to Cubs, five to two. Yeah. All right, and let's see, and that's not good. Starting nine, let's see. Week two or week one, they finished off losing the Sons of Pitches, TDCJ, 7-3. So they are now 0-1 so far. So, yeah, as I said, um, Colin Poppy's 1-0. or one and um, Then, yeah, then uh, Rovers are 0-1. And then, yeah, as I said, starting nine are 0-1. And right now, currently right now for week two for starting nine, they're losing the Guadalupe hitters five to two. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably maybe be careful with some of these names. I don't know. All right. Section 10. Let's see. So week one. So right now, so week one, they are um so they basically are 0-1 right now. So they lost the Durham Eagles six to four last week. And then currently right now, they're beating Rockets six to three. Huh, Rockets, huh? The Rocket Jerk Robbins. Yeah. All right, Gombridge right now currently. So let's see. So week one, they end up with a tie. So four to four. So they are now 0-0-1. So no wins, no losses, and one tie. And currently right now, they're tied up again with pinstripes. Oh, rivalry game. Three to three. Huh. That's neat. Rivalry Red Sox versus Yankees. Yeah. All right. The Frio take. Let's see. So currently right now, I, I know this for a fact. They are, yep, 1-0 so far. They won their week one game against Larry's Genius Team, 8-2, so pretty good. And currently, right now, they are beating Iron Pigs 6-0. All right, so pretty good. Awesome. All right, so that is it for fantasy. That is done. Done and over with until next episode. All right, to wrap up the show, we're going to talk about the series look ahead against the Toronto Blue Jays. At home before they hit the road um, for like a long road trip. So let's see. All right. So here we go. Our series look ahead against the home series against the Toronto Blue Jays starting tomorrow. So tomorrow's game is at uh, 6 10 Central Time. So basically 7 10 Eastern Time, whatever time zone you live in. All right. It's between Nathan Avaldi, who is 1 0 right now with a 450 ERA against uh, Yushi Kaguchi. He is 0-1 right now and with a 5 and or 540 ERA. Yeah. 
he has been hit hard uh, in past against the Red Sox, especially last year when he came to Fenway as a Seattle Mariner, where he basically got lit up early on in the game. So hopefully that's the same result in this game. All right. Wednesday's game is uh, Nick Pavetta. He is 0-2 right now with a 9.39 ERA. And this game, uh, Jose Barrios will be his opponent for the Blue Jays. He is uh, 0-0 right now with 11.81 ERA. That game is at 6.10 uh, Central Time, 7.10 Eastern Time, whatever time zone you live in. So, yeah. Man, he kind of got hit a little bit hard his last start, last couple of starts. Mm, Barrios, maybe we might get him in this game. All right. All right, and then Thursday's game is at 12.35 uh, uh, Central Time, 11, or 1.35 Eastern Time, whatever time zone you live in. It's Tanner Houck versus uh, or Tanner Houck versus Kevin Gosman. Houck is o, or 1-0 so far with a 3.00 ERA, and Kevin Gosman is 0-1 with a 4.22 ERA. So that yeah, ERA is a little bit better, but, yeah, he just has a loss. All right. So let's go with the weather look ahead. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Weather look ahead. Oh, what am I doing? All right, yeah, go through yeah, here. All right. Weather look ahead. All right, go to the weather.com. And this is from weatherchannel.com. Yeah, so this is, yeah, all right. So Boston, here we go. No, I have to get away, stupid ad. Go get. No, I do not. All right. So, all right, Tuesday's game. So here we go. So so it's going to be 55 degrees, windy, periods of rain, periods of rain early, then some breaks in the clouds in the afternoon. Basically, yeah, uh, winds gusting up to 40 miles. Oh, wow, 40 miles an hour. 100% chance of rain. Ugh. This is well, mostly clear at night. So basically mostly clear. So, yeah, so we should just go whatever time. All right, so mostly clear at night. So basically, so maybe there might be a chance of us playing tonight. So it's going to be 40 degrees at night. Okay. All right, and then Wednesday, let's see. So it's going to be 38 at night, mostly clear. Then a few clouds early on, and then, yeah. yeah. And then on Thursday, it's going to be 60 degrees, partly cloudy during the morning hours. Will become overcast in the afternoon, and then, yeah, basically 15 to 25 mile an hour winds. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's it. That's your weather look ahead. All right. Heading into a three game series with the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, before we hit the road, uh, yeah, for a long road trip to uh, in April. All right. That is it. All right. Anything else? I think we're good. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Then follow the show on TikTok at, at lowercase socks, Illinois. And then follow the show also on Instagram or on Instagram, also so lowercase socks, Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify and Apple. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Thursday night. Banyana.